0: God loves you the way you are, but he loves you too much to leave you that way. Word, brother, you need and now for Purpose, Time, Change, Part 5. Thank you for joining Brothers of the Word, because, brother, you need the Word. We welcome all of you joining us by television and those of you joining us online at brothersoftheword.com or social media. Welcome to today's service. Always a wonderful delight and joy to have you to join us. I would like to share just a little humor. A mother asked her little son Johnny as they wait for the bus to tell the bus driver that he's four years old when asked so that he can ride for free. And as they get into the bus, the driver asks Johnny how old he was. I am four years old. And when will you be six years old, asks the bus driver. When I get off the bus, answers Johnny. (laughs) we've been having fun. We've been sharing on purpose, time, and change. This is part five, and we're really on that third portion, change, and we're actually doing part three of change, part three of change. We looked at some scriptures. We looked at scriptures over in 2 Corinthians 3.18 that says, but we all, with open face, beholding As in a glass or mirror, the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. So we're changed by God's Word. We're changed by His glory. We are changed by His presence. And so our lives are meant to change for the better, to improve. And so we're to have positive change in life. Jesus, he helped people facilitate change in their lives. Everyone he dealt with, he improved their lives and changed their lives for the better. Zacchaeus came down out of a tree and jesus changed his life and zacchaeus changed his behavior he changed his whole approach to life after his encounter with jesus and that's what jesus did jesus caused people's lives to be changed and to be transformed and so our lives are changed and transformed for the better we have that opportunity to change our lives for the better to make positive improvement positive change in our lives i'm just grateful for the opportunity to know that we are able to change and that change is rewarding in our lives and that change is personal to us we need to change say i need to change I need to change. I need to change. And so God loves you the way you are, but he loves you too much to leave you that way. (laughs) So he's always helping us. He's always facilitating change in our lives. And so I started giving you some tips to improve your life this year. We said that you're never too good to get better. So no matter how good you are, you're never too good to get better. So I started giving you seven tips to change your life this year seven ways to improve your life this year and we said number one read your bible and pray daily and throughout the day pray daily and throughout the day read your bible that'll change your life that'll improve your life that improves your life number two we talked about reading more reading more We talked about what reading does for the mind and how it expands your thinking and just enlarges your capacity in your life. So we talked about reading more. And then number three, we talked about adopting good health habits like exercising daily and eating a good diet and getting proper sleep. Those three major pillars. And so we talked a little, little bit about adopting good health habits. Then, number four, where we'll begin today, number four is help others. Help others. You actually improve your life when you have an unselfish attitude toward others. We said before that if you want to bring hope to the world, Hope to the world, help one person every day. Hope to the world. If you want to bring hope to the world, help one person every day. Say this with me. I am unselfish, and I seek to help and assist others. I am interested in helping others win. Tom Ziegler said, he said, the greatest blessing in life is to help someone else be, do, or have more. It's the greatest blessing in life when you help someone else be, do, or have more. William Penn said, he said, I expect to pass through this life but once, if therefore there be any kindness I can show or any good thing I can do to any fellow being, let me do it now and not defer or neglect it, as I shall not pass this way again. We travel through life one time, and as you travel through life, you want to do as much good for others as you can. I like that. Albert Schweitzer said, he says, Do something for somebody every day for which you do not get paid. Do something for someone every day for which you do not get paid. So help others. Help others. That's a tip to improve your life this year. Number five, the fifth tip to help improve your life this year is to tithe. It's to tithe the first 10% of your income to save money, to spend less. That'll improve your life, that'll improve your life. So if you've never had the opportunity or if you've never made the decision to tithe, try tithing, try tithing. I mean, tithe, put God first in your finances and then set a portion of your income away for your savings and then try to spend less, and that'll improve your life. It's a simple tip, but it'll improve your life. Put God first in your finances, save some money, spend less, and you begin to have and grow your money. you begin to have more financial freedom. You'll feel better, and so it improves your life. Saving is actually, the Bible talks about it over in the book of Proverbs, chapter 21, verse 20. It says this. It says, there is treasure... To be desired an oil in the dwelling of the wise, but a foolish man spendeth it up. The Amplified Translation says it this way. There is precious treasure and oil in the house of the wise who prepare for the future, but a short-sighted and foolish man swallows it up and wastes it. So the Bible teaches the principle of saving, preparing for the future. And so save some money, spend less, put God first in your finances, and that'll improve your life. That'll improve your life. Number six way to improve your life this year is to build relationships. Build relationships. Build relationships. You know, be thoughtful in your relationships. Be thoughtful, be caring, be kind, serve one another, be helpful, be considerate. Be useful, be happy and fun, be present, listen. Psychologists say that whenever we're with someone or whenever we're doing something, we spend about 47% of our time thinking about something else other than what we're doing at the moment. So when you're with somebody, psychologists are saying basically half the time, your mind is on something else. So we're not present, we're not present, so... As you build relationships, be fully present, not half present. So we're half present whenever we're with someone, half present half the time. So half the time you're with somebody, you are half there. (laughs) You are half there. So be fully present. I like something from Brian Byro. He said, whenever you want to give something to someone you're in relationship with, he said, use the ESPN method. ESPN method. Anybody watch ESPN? Nobody? (laughs) Well, the E stands for energy and effort. So whenever you're giving to someone that you're in relationship with, use energy and effort effort the s is surprise surprise them surprise them the p is what we just talked about be present be fully present be fully present and the n is now do it now do it now so if you want to do for someone that you're in relationship with use the espn method energy and effort surprise them be fully present and do it now do it now And so, love people, enjoy your spouse, your family, give them a hug, let them know how much you love them, treat them extra special. That's just a simple tip to improve your life. And also as a part of relationships, you want to also build relationships with people who inspire you to be better, people who inspire you to be better. You want to be around people that bring out the best in you, people that build you and add value to you, people that want you to succeed, people who influence you to improve people that cause you to have greater confidence, people that make you a better person. So you want to seek out those type of relationships to be with people that make you better. Proverbs 13:20 says, He that walketh with wise men shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. So change is about association. Change is about association. I like something that bishop dale says bishop dale says he says to change your life change your hat your habits your associations your thoughts you change your habits you change your associations you change your thoughts you'll change your life change is about association and then number seven a tip to uh, improve your life this year. So set set goals, set goals for yourself, set goals for yourself. And you should set goals for yourself. You should set goals for what you want to do for others. And you should set goals for what you want to do for God's kingdom. You should set goals for what you want to do for God's kingdom. Have you ever had a goal of how many people you want to invite to church this year? Have you ever thought about that When's the last time you invited someone to church? That's a good goal to have. How many people do you want to invite to church this year? How many people do you want to bring to church this year? How many people do you want to share Christ with this year? And so you should have goals for God's kingdom. You should have goals for God's kingdom. You should have goals for things that you want to do for others. And then you should have goals for your personal life, goals for your personal life. So I think you should have goals in those three areas. Goals for yourself, goals for helping others, and goals for the kingdom of God. Goals help us to achieve more. You you achieve more when you set goals. Goals always stretch you. Goals keep us motivated. Goals give us focus. Goals help us to prioritize. Goals give us direction. Goals give us purpose. Goals give us purpose. So my question to you is what are your goals for this year? What are you working on this year? What are you working on this year? And then here's the eighth tip to change your life for this year. It's attitude. 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 Our attitudes shape who we are and how we live our lives. Great attitudes precede great opportunities. And so we should be positive, we should be cheerful, we should be optimistic, we should be grateful, should be thankful. I heard a story about a man by the name of John Kralik. He actually wrote a book about gratitude, and it's called 365 Thank Yous. And he was sort of in a, a period of his life where nothing was going right. His, his marriage was failing. He had a poor relationship with his kids. His business was failing. He was out of shape, overweight. So everything was just going haywire in his life. And he got the idea one day someone had sent him a thank you note for a Christmas gift. And the note made him feel so good that he decided that maybe for this year, He would write a thank you note every day of the year to someone who had, you know, done something for him in his life. And he would do it for the entire year. And he said, you know, maybe this will help make life bearable if I do this. Well, he took it on and he began sending out thank you notes to teachers or coaches or business associates, co-workers, you know, people that waited on him in a restaurant or helped him at a hotel or at a grocery store, friends, friends high school classmates just you know he said all through his walk of life all throughout the walks of life he he began to just think about people who had helped him and he sent him a thank you note so he sent out one every day that was his goal to send out one thank you card a day for 365 days and he was doing it just to make life bearable Come to find out in the middle of doing all of this, his life began to change drastically. His finances changed. His relationship came together. His kids came back. Everything turned around. He got in shape. His whole life turned around and made a complete turn for the better simply because he began to be grateful and appreciate, have this spirit of gratitude, and it completely changed his life. So he wrote a book about it, 365 thank yous, and how it changed his life, changed his life. And it was really miraculous. Gratitude is a magnet for miracles. Gratitude is a magnet for miracles. And so we should have a great attitude, this attitude of being grateful and cheerful and optimistic, positive, and... We don't want an attitude of complaining or talking negatively about people. And don't even talk negatively about yourself. Did you know you can hear you? Don't even speak negatively about yourself. Don't talk doubt or fear, unbelief, sickness, disease, death, poverty. No, don't talk any of those things. Be positive, be cheerful, be optimistic, be grateful. That'll change your life. That's a way to improve your life. That's a way to improve your life. Praise God. Well, those are eight tips to improve your life. I just wanted to share that as we were talking about changing our lives for the better. So I just wanted to give you eight simple tips to change your life. And I'll give you one bonus one, of course, is the laugh a lot. One of my favorites, laugh a lot, Nicholas Chamfort. He said, the most wasted day is that on one which one has not laughed. That's a wasted day. So laugh a lot. Laughter gives us the ability to withstand adversity, gives us the ability to bounce back. It relaxes us, makes us happy, increases our immune system, and so on and so forth. So learn to laugh a lot. Wonderful tip to improve our lives. Praise God. Amen. And I'm gonna close with this. I promise you that I would share twelve habits of successful people. Twelve habits of successful people. This was listed by Terry Foy. But number one, they visualize their successful future. They visualize their successful future. Number two, they set goals. Number three, they demonstrate confidence Meaning that they accept their uniqueness. Not trying to be anybody else. You're trying to be who God made you. You're trying to be who God made you. They accept their uniqueness. Number four, they operate in financial wisdom. Number five, they are effective time managers. Number six, they connect with the right people. Number seven, they focus on their strengths. Number eight, they exercise. Number nine, they organize their space Number 10, they are grateful, which we just talked about. Number 11, they are persistent. They work hard, work smart. And number 12, they have non-negotiable habits. Those are just 12 habits of successful people. So I thought I would just throw that in as a bonus. Praise God. Well, I just prayed this series on purpose, time, change. Pray that it has impacted you and you're able to glean something from it to help improve your life and better your life so that we can be of better service to others and so that we can change the world and make the world a better place. Praise God. Those of you who are watching by television, I want you to go to brothersoftheword.com. You can listen to this series, Purpose, Time, and Change, absolutely free of charge. You can also email it to a friend. Thank you so much for joining us today at Brothers of the Word because, brother, you need the word. You are listening to Brothersoftheword.com. This was part 5 of the series titled Purpose, Time, Change, by C. Elijah Bronner. This message is number 7897. That's 7897 to listen to thousands of free messages or to send this message number 7897 to a friend. Go to Brothersoftheword.com. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to help support this ministry, go to Iwanttogive.com. That's Iwanttogive.com. Listen to brothers of the word.com often because, brother, you need a word. the, the word.